Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umet. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today. By providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain, Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. Good morning on this kind of a cloudy, rainy, uh, my co-host the other day said, January. Does it kind of feel like yes, that today? January. Yeah, I've got the long sleeves on today. Yeah, not bad. We'll take it. Um, how are you all doing? We've got a full house today. I'm Lynette, uh, Dr. Samira Umat in the studio. Of course, Dr. Jerry Nixon and Dr. Dan Nelson, our doctor. I don't want to say doctor of pain. He is our, our pain specialist. Yes, for, uh, yeah. Dr. Dan okay. Nelson from Pro Doc, Ortho. Doctor of Dr. Doctor pain. pain. Right. Yeah. Yes, our pain specialist. <laughs> Dr. Mixon, you always have a special name the pain doctor but king of pain (laughs) yes the king of pain no uh relieving pain from pro ortho so if you've been waiting with your it hurts when i do this uh dr nelson is here dr relief (gasps) dr relief oh yes since i own relief factor Factor. (laughs) i put you to work for the relief factor company that'd be fine there we go i want to get involved in a copyright infringement uh, that sounds great you heard it here first. So. Well, he invited you, and right, he gave you the right. title. That's yes. right. <laughs> yes, Your Honor. He invited me. That's <laughs> right. So if you are having a, it hurts when I do this, doctor, uh, we will discuss. Tell you not to do that. Tell right. you not to do that, and then uh, maybe discuss why and <sighs> and some options. And let me go ahead and dive in, give that phone number, because we don't want you to wait until the last few minutes of the show. We want you to get in right at the beginning. So here is the number to call with your questions today. Of course, we are live in the studio, Leading Edge Medicine. Here's the number, 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. If you've been listening to the show for a long time and uh, you're kind of shy about calling it, oh, don't be shy. Call in with your questions. We love it uh, because you are part of our show. Absolutely. Okay, so Dr. Mixon, you were just about to tell us off air. Uh, <laughs> About something you're excited about, so why don't you oh, just? I don't know uh, this I'm is actually excited. something he can talk about on air. Okay, so, some of the stuff off there doesn't. That's right. It doesn't really. Right. It doesn't right. Some of it's just too politically incorrect. There we go. So. Even for me. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I, I was just talking about uh, a project I wish I could do. Ooh, okay. Um, obviously, longevity is a great interest of mine since I own the longevity clinics and I've spent the last 25 years trying to make people live long, healthy, robust, joy-filled lives. And uh, to that end, some of the things we know about, you know, weight loss, getting rid of the inflammation by getting rid of the fat, adding muscle mass because that increases the myokines, the healing factors to repair damage and grow brain cells, etc. And then the anti-senescent cell therapies, which, you know, we know in the animals, in the, in the laboratory animals, increases lifespan and health span by about 36%, mm. which is dramatic. Right. Uh, there's the rapamycin that is, seems to be dose-related. The higher the dose, the better the animals do. But it's got side effects, such as ri- raising blood sugar and raising cholesterol. And yet, mm. despite that... They live longer, healthier lives hmm. with higher blood sugars and higher cholesterols, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm, indeed. You know? mm. And then the newest one, the taurine, which is a semi-essential amino acid. We don't actually use taurine to make any proteins, so it's not incorporated into our tissues, and yet it is a critical component for energy production, mitochondrial function, so on. And what we found first is that older people and animals all have low 
taurine. As we right. age, we drop our taurine levels, even though our diet hasn't changed. And when they give the taurine back to older animals, they extend their lifespan and health span about 12%. Mm. So, okay, so we've got 36% up to 20% with the rapamycin, 12% with the, with the taurine. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we had the funding to put together about a thousand people between ages 50 and 70, you know, in that age group where they need intervention and put some of them on each of those and some of them on two of those and some of them on all three of those and monitor them along and see what the impact on both health and lifespan would be. Yeah. You know? Right. I mean, you're looking at about $5 million a year, <laughs> and you probably need to do it for five or 10 years. So, you know, we're looking at a 25 to $50 million budget, assuming there's no inflation, which under the Biden administration has been 30% so Boy, far. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, if, if somebody could. That's thanks, this week. Thanks, Uncle Joe. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if somebody could come up with a new formulation using all the things that you mentioned, then I'm certain some pharma company would be interested. <laughs> I've already thought of a sponsor. Oh, oh yes. Dr. Yes. Nelson, yes. Yes. Uh, you're you're, you're going to do it for us? Uh, no. Oh. Yeah. That would not be me. I'm not the deep pockets person. All right. So Red Bull, you've heard of energy. Oh, they yes. Spend, they have Formula One car. They'd sponsor all kinds of crazy stuff. So the money you're talking about would be loose change in their pockets for them. Probably would be. There you go. And they, what's one of the essential ingredients in Red Bull? Caffeine. Taurine. 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 Really? So, Obviously, I'm not the doctor here. I'd be happy to reach out to him, Jerry. Wow. Said, hey, <laughs> I don't know anybody there. I probably wouldn't get a call back. But yeah. uh, Well, the interesting thing is, you know, that the Red Bull, though, has enormous amounts of caffeine and sugar. Correct. Which is not what we're after. But uh, I, I drink the non-sugar kind. Not okay. not on a regular basis, right. okay? I'm right. not a Red Bull addict, right. but when I occasionally do. Yeah. But I would point out that the, uh, the energy compound that I came up with, which is primarily taurine again, right. with B vitamins and a very modest amount of caffeine, but with so it doesn't make you jittery, and no sugar, is... Hell of a lot cheaper. You're talking about Relief Factor Energy. Relief Factor Energy. Ooh, yeah. We're going to rebrand and start selling as Go Factor. Go Factor. Go Factor. About August, about August that there will be a marketing push. We call it Go Factor at that point. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and you can adjust it one pill, two pills, or three pills. And we all know that college kids will take five. <laughs> yeah. You, you right. yeah. yeah. Their math is a little different yeah, than the ours. recommended doses put, are do one, not two, or three. three they'll, they'll take six. They'll, okay, so that means right. uh, yeah. what I'm yeah. hearing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. young and stupid is kind of a redundancy. Oh. <laughs> it goes together. I know because I've been there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was young and stupid. Yeah. yeah huh? But uh, but also had a hell of a lot of fun. So it right. works out. Right. <laughs> and we are all still here to, to talk about it. We are still it, here, so, though yes. some of us are missing bits and pieces. Hither and yon. <laughs> I'm just I'm glad I survived to contribute to the gene pool. There that's you right. go. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, by in biology, the definition of a successful male is one who has contributed to the gene pool. And since I've had nine children that I know of. And your share. No. <laughs> and then some. And the reason I can say. <laughs> that we know of. Nine you know, <laughs> but the reason that I can say that I know those were with women I was married to. And <laughs> then in medical school, I was a sperm donor. Oh. Oh, that's oh right. Okay. And I was in a catalog. Oh. And a surprising number of couples saw my picture and my history and, you know, IQ wow. and stuff and decided they wanted to have my baby. So I sold a whole lot of semen in medical yeah. school, wow. which means every time I go to Salt Lake City now, I see an especially attractive man or woman of appropriate <laughs> age, and I say, Very tall, I wonder if they're one eyes. of mine. You know. <laughs> that could be so. mine. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if somehow we could get a uh, genomic family reunion there going go. for Dr. Mixon? Oh, boy. That's right, yes. I see a Hallmark, well, maybe not a Hallmark movie, but a movie <laughs> yeah. in a the movie worst of here. some sort, yeah. I'm not quite sure how we'd rate it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All my but, children. All my children. All my children, capital words. Yeah, so by, by that biological definition, I am a successful man. Yeah. So. You have done your part. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Tip of the hat to you. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
boy. All right. Well, we ask him about a project, and boy, he's got the information. That's right. So. Yeah. That's no, good. No, I just, all I need now is somebody come up with about $5 million a year, and we'll get this done. Okay. Right. And if you're out yeah. there listening and uh, you'd like to help contribute, then uh, please give us a call. That's you right. never know. Sure. You yes. got more money than brains, send it my way. We'll fix it. <laughs> we'll see what we can do for you. Oh, Leading Edge Medicine Studio is packed this morning. Dr. Mixon, Dr. Dan Nelson, Dr. Umat, and and you. And we've already got three callers on the line. Should we dive in this morning? Every Saturday start is so unique. Yes. <laughs> I, I know. And it was fun. We, we did a an, an all-company kind of get-together yeah. this past week. And one of the questions asked of us by the, by the staff in the clinics was, can't you tell us what you're going to talk about on the show so that we know, you know, when people call. And I say, I never know what we're going to talk about. How would I know? <laughs> it's wherever the calls go, that's, that's what right. we talk about. Whatever the so. listeners are wanting, you and got the show. flits across my frontal lobes at the opening, that's what we talk about. Well, you see, the thing is that the listeners learn more on the radio show than sometimes the clinic teams are aware of. <laughs> yes. So right. the listeners call in around. and they go, hey, I want that. And the team goes, say what? <laughs> I know. Yeah. And I, I understand you know I understand why the team wants to know what we're going to talk about in advance, but mm-hmm. we don't know what we're going to talk about in right. advance. Right. Yes. Our, our show prep is turning on the microphones and saying, right. somebody call. That's and, right. And, yeah. and, sometimes, and that's what makes it so fun, you know, And sometimes, yes, despite my shaking my head at you, <laughs> you just go ahead and say it anyways. <laughs> Woohoo! I don't have much of a filter. I've got a filter, but I think it's kind of broken or bent at there least. you go there you go <laughs> dr you you need to take meeting notes and then send them you know disperse right. them out to all the providers or somebody and, that has to and i think we just asked lynette with that today yes i will uh, send notes after the show we can't do it before the show but after the show so that they will know what to expect when that uh, right. uh listener calls in and hears uh, say hey i'm a patient of longevity i'd like to try the blah 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 big word here and then they'll know they'll go oh yeah dr mixon talked about equally common week. it's well i'm not actually a patient of longevity but i want yes right. <laughs> yes. Right. yes yes oh Sorry, folks. It's, yeah. it's not a charity. There you go. That's <laughs> gotta, right. Got to be in the club. Got to be in the club. Okay. Well, let's at least dive in with our first caller here. Get the question. Okay. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back with Leading Edge Medicine. Uh, we're going to head to Tacoma today, and we're going to start our show today with A. Allie is on the line. Hello, Allie. Good morning, doctors. How are you doing today? Oh, you know, the scoundrels in charge find out how good we're doing, they'll tax it. So let's keep it a secret, (laughs) shall we? Okay. You're pissing me off guard. And uh, I I just need to finish up something. Oh, my gosh. There we go. Allie, I love it. Okay, Allie. Now, listen, this isn't Allie Allie McGraw, is it? (laughs) This is uh, live radio at its best. It was Allie exactly. McBeal. That was the name Allie of that show. McBeal. Allie McBeal. I remember right. that. Okay. Yes. Cutest lawyer that ever lived. Right. Oh, so. yes. Yeah. Have oh, to agree. Boy. All right. How, do we, how can we help okay, you? So here's lady? the question. So for the past few days on uh, maybe, you know, you know where the anus is at. I do indeed. We'll say exactly. So maybe we'll say uh, maybe a half inch or maybe a quarter inch away from the actual opening of the anus. I've huh? had a slight little, like, um, it almost looks like a pimple that wants to come out. It's just red, you know, uh-huh. but it's kind of itchy, and it, and, it, and it will stay there for a few days, and then it goes away. And it's okay. a little, it's not really painful. It's kind of maybe a little bit, but more of an itchy. What is that? Well, and I you get have it to maybe realize. Once a year. You have to realize we're the folks on the radio, and our ability to uh-huh. do an exam is somewhat limited. All right. Well, I can show up at the. I, I can show up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll bring okay. a big flashlight. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let me give. Okay. I'm I'm getting this brake signal. Yes. Signal. Okay. I can't tell you what it is. I can give you some possibilities. All right. Yes. So, okay. Allie, you stay exactly. right there. But we have to take a break. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, we got to do one about every 15 minutes, and we'll be back. Okay. Oh, yes, and we'll talk. So stay there, Allie, and we'll talk more with you. This is Leading Edge Medicine, and here is the number to get through just like Allie, 800-465-8770. We will be right back. Aging gracefully is a terrible option. Learn to live to your fullest potential. It's a lot more fun. Call with your question at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Stay tuned for more. Pete Talbot here again for a good friend of mine, Dr. Michael Gilbert of Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. My wife Vicki and I have been seeing him for over 20 years. But most importantly, Michael and his entire medical team are simply amazing, offering what virtually no other clinics offer, an advanced ocular exam. Honestly, it's like Dr. McCoy on Star Trek compared to the typical eye exam you're used to. For nearly 40 years now, I've been researching and interviewing physicians throughout the country. And I can tell you, whether it's LASIK, RLE, refractive cataract surgery, retina, or dry eye problems, without question. Dr. Gilbert and all the doctors at Northwest Vision Institute are some of the most advanced in the Pacific Northwest. To schedule your advanced ocular exam, go to nwvision.com, nwvision.com, or you can call 425-450-2020, 
that, that would be would, very painful. That would not only be painful, it would be very rare to occur once a year and only last a few days. That would usually okay. be a recurring painful and it might even open and drain and, you know, have pus and stuff. So my guesstimate, just on the way you described it, is we've indeed just got a little gland, a sweat or an oil gland down there that once in a while gets little infection and then your immune system clears it up and it goes away. Okay, good. <laughs> that is good. Wondering. Okay. Yes. Now, Alec, you did good. ask and what, you were wondering if it was a fissure. Uh, so what would the difference be? Well, the fissure that? would be basically a tear. A tear, okay. That would be a little crack right at the anal verge. Okay. And once more, that's usually if somebody is constipated, has very large or very hard stool, they'll get a little tear there. Okay. And that'll form a fissure. Very good. All right, Allie, is that helpful for you? That answers my question. Thank you very much, doctors. You're welcome, ma'am. Take care. Thank you for calling Leading Edge Medicine. All right. We're going to take a ferry now over to Bremerton. We've got Bill on the line. Hi there, Bill. Hi. I I called a few weeks ago, and um, Dr. Mixon suggested I try the Knesset cell therapy. And my my doctor put me me on it. And uh, I'm on my last three pills. Okay. Uh, of the nine pill dose. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted to ask you about a side effect that I've had from it. And that is, uh, mm-hmm. I have horrible low back pains and I never have low back pains. Hmm. Yeah, that's unusual. That's actually uh, not a very common side effect. And I'm surprised to hear that. The commonest side effect that we hear about are actually headaches. And did, and I usually tell them, you know, take the pills at night to avoid the headache. Uh, sometimes nausea, uh, very occasionally just feeling sick, yep. uh, one diarrhea. But other than that, back pain is, is new because, um, in fact, a lot of people know, report an improvement in their pain symptoms. Yeah. Although the improvement usually occurs a week or two after they finish the therapy. Yeah. Because it takes a couple of weeks for all those senescent cells to die off and be replaced with healthier cells. Well, people can report, you know, um, an improvement in tolerance of exercise, yes. walking speed, mm-hmm. uh, joint aches and pain symptoms get better. Um, and that, as you're right, Jerry, it continues to improve over time. But ha- experiencing back, is it only on the days you take the medication or is it all the time since you've been uh, taking? Well, I, it's almost like I grip my teeth when I'm going to start my next because I know it's going to come. It tapers off as I wait the four days. Um and of course, I swim. And when I swim, and um, like with a, with with any exercise, it seems to improve slightly. You know, just from the exercise. Sure. Um, it's, it's very good for my back. And um, but like I said, I don't uh, have a bad back. I don't have like some people constant mm-hmm. back yeah. pains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it could be just an unusual adverse effect. I mean, the, one of the problems is that every therapy is going to have common things and then there's going to be those uncommon things. Right. You know, common by we define as anything that happens 10% of the time or more. But some things happen 1% or one-tenth of a percent. And, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is not something that we see commonly. Um, but I certainly can't tell you that it's not related to the to the medication. Indeed. Bill, would you do me a favor and and uh, send an email through customer service with your name? Um, maybe I'd like to go ahead and do a little deeper dive and give you a call next week, if that's okay. I got a couple d- d- of questions yeah. for Bill, yeah. if that's sure. okay. Oh, of course. Nelson, yeah. Dan Nelson here. Does the pain, you said it's associated with exercise primarily, or? No, no, uh, no. I said I said my swimming improves it. I'll go okay. to the pool in oh, the morning. The pain and decreases I, with exercise. I feel that. I feel the pain, so, and then I, 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 it does help to do my, it, not at first. At first, it's almost like it's causing me to not want to swim, but I continue okay. doing it, and it gets a so, little better towards is the this end. Pain, is the back pain at rest without you doing anything? Um, pretty much. I mean, obviously, if mm-hmm. I lay down and just don't do anything, it's not it's not horrid. Right. But, uh, but doesn't like wake you up, up in the middle? Really, it doesn't no, wake you up in the middle of the night, right? 
Does a penguin no, ever wake uh, you? Hmm. That's a bit of yeah, a puzzler. That's a puzzler. If, That's I a puzzler. Up, yeah. if, I get, if I get up to go to the bathroom, I'm aware of it because I'm moving. And then I, oh, mm. man, back, lower back hurts. I mean, you know, there are some medications and people do experience pain symptoms because oh, of yes. those medications. And so this is an unusual reaction. Um, it is possible, obviously. So, um, I mean, I don't know what we can do about it, but I would love to maybe take another look and, and think about it a little and bit And the other more. possibility is, is it dose-related? Exactly. You know, might he be better to take, instead of 100 milligrams of satinib, yeah. to do 50 milligrams Indeed. for five days instead of 100 for three days? Indeed. You know, so, I mean, there are things we can do to work around it if it turns out that it is indeed medication-related. But, as I said, well, that's I not... Only have that, two, I only have two pills left to go, so... Sure. But, again, this is not a once-and-done for the rest of your life process you're going to start reforming senescent cells as the year as time goes on i've had other patients where i have lowered the dose and been successful in them using the lower dose so it might just be that you are one of those patients that for whatever reason the back pain is a newer side effect but for whatever reason you tolerate a lower dose Mm -hmm. so as jerry mentioned the 50 milligram would be what i would suggest if you wanted to try it next time I would say yeah. finish off this course since you're almost there anyways now. <laughs> Have you noticed any improvement in anything? Um, a little bit of, of uh, progress on weight loss. I think that was the original reason to, mm-hmm. to uh, okay. you know, and I, I don't need to lose a lot, I, but um, I, I think this morning I weighed in at about 179, mm-hmm. so that's good. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, like she said, you know, send send Doctor Yumata an email through the contact us. Uh, give her your name and so on, so that we can look up your medical record and she can do some research into seeing what's going on. Because once she's got access to your record, she can look at all of your laboratories and you know see what she may want to check out. Okay. And now, where do I find this? Contact us. Uh, oh, you go to go website? to the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to the website. Lmclinic.com. Mm-hmm. And then just hit the contact us, and that an email will come up. And then just say, you know, Doctor, you might ask me to to call or to write, and uh, the staff will will sort that out and send it to her, and she'll take a look at your records and see what she can come up with. Okay, thank you very much. All right, thank you, Bill, for your call. Yeah, good luck, Bill. All right. I have a follow-up question Mm -hmm. to that because one of my patients this past week, uh, Dr. Mixon, is doing the senescent therapy through Uh longevity and asked me because they're going to have stem cell injections in my clinic and is there contraindications? What should we... And I said, well, I'll get a hold of Dr. (laughs) Mixon. I'm seeing him this Saturday, so uh, I'll ask him what he thinks of that. You know, what I would recommend is that if he's doing the senescent cell therapy, I would not do stem cells for at least two weeks afterwards. Perfect. Okay. Uh, because what you want to do is make sure the drug is totally cleared right? and that now his senescent cell load has dropped because it tends to continue dropping for a week or 10 days after the last therapy. Mm-hmm. And so you want the lowest level of senescent cells inhibiting those stem cells. And you sure right. as heck don't want to kill the stem cells with the desatinib. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. I- yeah, I kind of figured that's what you'd say, but I yeah. go to the go to the source, right? So, All right, sounds good. Yeah, very good. Okay, phone lines are open for you. Here is the number to call in: eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. That's eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy, and we will be back for uh, with a question for you, Doctor Dan Nelson, in just a moment. Dave, hang on the line. Leading Edge Medicine. Listen to past programs by going to lmclinic.com. Call in now at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770.
Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control, excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425 425- 251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. When I said I didn't want to love and you were no one, I was thinking of, believe me, baby, I lied. Fleeting Edge Medicine, Dr. Mixon. What was that song? I think you liked that one and you, uh... Pick that one to start our show with. Yeah, that is one of the little country, little country music. Yes, yeah, I tried to split fifty-fifty between male and female singers, just in the okay. spirit of diversity. There you go. I know nothing about <laughs> their race or their sexual habits, but I did. I can recognize the difference in a man and a woman. There you go, and, and good country Unlike music. Unlike some of our Supreme Court justices who swear under oath they don't know the difference in a man and a woman. There you go. <laughs> Okay. Oh, well. (laughs) Let's take another call. How about that? Okay. Here is the number to get through. The phone lines are open for you at 800-465-8770. We have Dave calling in from Tacoma. Hi there, Dave. Good morning. Hello, Dave. Hello, folks. A lot of energy in there this morning. (laughs) Oh, you know it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody took my energy product this morning. Yes. (laughs) The timing is excellent also with Dr. Dan there. Uh, That's true. Dr. Dan, I was in your office. Uh, you remind me. Tell me, when did Sarah have her first baby? I was in there just before she took a leave. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that was a while back. Yeah, it was a while back. I think that that young man is uh, Thomas's. I want to say he's like eight years old. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, so that was the last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, anyway, so uh, let me say I've been on the fence. I'm all ready to fall off on my knee. Uh, Uh (laughs) The issue is is recovery on a total knee. And also, Mm. uh, I've had kind of a a little injection of knowledge. A dear friend just had a total knee five weeks ago. He was doing the best he's ever done on his second knee. Got a horrible infection. Mm. He's now home with a regimen of three injections a day for five weeks. I hope he right. recovers. Mm, they had to reopen yeah. him for whatever reason. But, okay, so uh, being in Kirkland is what was one of my issues. You haven't moved down to Tacoma, I understand. But We, we have not so made that move. Process, You're correct. Yeah, okay. So my, my issue is, personally, is the recovery with the total knee, which inter- interferes with my career. Of, of aviation and right. anywhere from 8 to 12 weeks. Okay, so this other episode with my friend is another thing. But so I, I had inquired with someone down in the South End and, and they had mentioned that uh, they did not recommend PRP with me, but they did recommend the, the injections. They would do it. Uh, there was a figure of $4,000 that might last for me the rest of my life. It kind of, kind of, got my attention, and so I called your office, and I had a very nice conversation with Jaxie, and mm-hmm. and she mentioned that I had to get a referral from my doctor. You have that now. I have not made an appointment, but uh, 
can you kind of, is there anything new with your process, uh, say in the eight years that, that, that what I'm, what, what's the duration I can expect, uh, of, of the process? Well, for, you're talking, right. Dave, are you talking about like the regenerative medicine side, like the PRP and stem cell? Is that what you, is this is where we're going? Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're still doing it and having amazing success overall. So, um, in fact, I just returned from the Toby conference down in Las Vegas, the Orthobiologics Institute. So I met people from all around the country who are doing the same thing. And Dr. Centeno from Denver was there, people from around the world, actually. So uh, it was reassuring because it's like I'm pretty much doing See, before I found out you, I used to send my patients to yes, Denver to help. Yes, you did. Oh. And then I said, well, wait a minute, Dan does it e- equally well, and he's here. Why right. would I send him to Denver? Yes. So yes. the short answer is yes, we still do it. I, you know, we continue to refine things just over time, and uh, that's why. And then you keep just, you know, like Dr. Mix and Dr. Umat, they continue to tweak things as they get more information and experience. So it's the same with us. Um, so we're still doing it, still seeing remarkable results in people with joint pain. And um, so, does that answer your question, Dave? I'm not sure. Well, somewhat. Well, have you tweaked the price any? Oh, yeah, it's going yeah, up. It's gone. <laughs> no, we have not. But you mentioned, oh, uh, which yeah. is amazing for eight years. Wow. But, but you know, we do have we do have the menu, right? So if the stem cell itself is a little bit too much to chew off at once uh, there's other options so a series of prp injections less expensive um very viable for arthritis pain um so that's you know something that might be more i wonder why they did not recommend prp for me well here's the deal in general i've been doing prp injections for over 15 years um Okay, and uh, it's very useful for tendonitis, uh, ligament issues, um, things like that. I mean, that's the thing I reach for. If you have a lateral epicondylitis, tennis elbow, I mean, that's like that's like the gold standard. It has become the gold standard. Um, in large joints, the success of PRP by itself not so great. Okay, so and then stem, stem stem cell came along about oh eight ten years ago for a clinic of our size where we could do it with, uh, you know, um, point-of-care equipment. Mm-hmm. So it became much more feasible. Um, so we incorporated that, and we've been doing it close to, well, pretty close to uh, eight, nine years now. So uh, that is definitely, well, you know, that's that's the top of line for, but we do a lot of PRP for, uh, for arthritis because it is still very mm-hmm. valuable. Uh, Any expectation on how long the, the the process will last? Yeah, it's it's variable. So um, I've had patients who've had it and are going on eight nine years that we've you know that I check on wow. periodically. We um, we are now tracking Jackie, all of our patients. What's that? Jackie wasn't that optimistic, but but not not not. I don't mean that in a negative tone. When that right. other doctor mentioned for life that's that's quite a statement and she said you know whatever maybe a couple of years or could be right. whatever she didn't come in but now somebody, uh, I if somebody tells i want to see you this is right. i'm going to see you this time yeah. and uh, that will be in the process so i i will come up there and risk my life that's to get uh, there. But, yeah I, uh, other than that i would look forward to that and my my policy in general in life and in medicine is uh Oh, uh, under promise and over deliver. So, but I think anybody's going to tell you that it's a lifetime deal. That's that's a bit of a. Stretch. Well, it depends on when you plan to die. <clears throat> right. Yeah. That's oh, true. that's Very true. true. Yeah. Yeah. So, if, I yeah. mean, you, you want to give me a lifetime promise? You're making a 30, 30 year commitment because I ain't going nowhere. Right. Yeah. Doctor, I look forward to seeing you. And uh, thank you for being on the radio today. Oh, it's a total pleasure. Thanks for the call, Dave. All right. I'll see you in the future. Very good. Thank you, Dave. But uh, very interesting. Very few physicians will actually ever give a lifetime promise of something. I know. No, that's a little. This gentleman's voice tells me he's probably 80 ish. 
And since, uh, you know, so a lifetime, if you're using the statistical norms, five or six years, and you can probably give him more than that. There you go. Oh, for sure. And it was his friend he was talking about, and his friend could be older. So well, he... and the friend, uh, you know, had a had an infection, infection yeah. ah. which is a total disaster, and that, that's the 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 big risk, you know, with with total joints. Surgery, so yeah. Well, okay. once those get infected, you've got a real mess. Wow. That's big. That's absolutely true. But even without an infection, the fact is, the orthopedic literature says twenty percent of total knee replacements have an issue after. Have, that's permanent. Have chronic pain. Chronic yeah. pain. That's a uh, big amount. Pain, that's a big percentage. Feelings um, no. of, 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 you know, kind of foreign <clears throat> body sensation. So they lump mm. these all in. And that's in the U.S. and that's around the world. The same thing. The orthopedic literature is consistent. 20% of total knee replacements, of which close to, I don't know, 700,000 are done each year in the U.S. Most common surgery done in the U.S. Wow. So you think really? 20% of those have issues afterwards. And you know what the doctor says afterwards? I've done my job. X-ray looks good. You don't have an infection. Go see Dr. Nelson. Yeah. That's kind of what ah, they do. Okay. You know, I mean, that's just how it works. So I suffer from referral bias. Yeah. <laughs> there is something. Because you Dr. see Mick, the failures. Dr. Yes. Mixon, Dr. Ument, you know about referral yeah. bias. We certainly do. do. And I am against surgery because of yeah. that. Well, you know, back in my country, Dr. Days, I did a fair bit of major surgery. Um, And I never had a serious complication or surgical death in 20-some years of doing major surgeries. But the reason is not that I was a wonderful surgeon. It was that when people had risk factors for failures and problems, I sent them to someone else, and I let them have the complications. (laughs) <laughs> well, you, you chose carefully, right? <laughs> so if I was willing to do your surgery, it's because I was convinced you were one, you know, perfect protoplasm and you're going to recover just fine. <laughs> a, a, little, a little judicious cherry picking. Yeah. Nothing wrong with That's that. That's exactly what sure. I did. Yeah, Listen, I you know, as, as the family doctor, you know, if I had a problem, right. then the committee would jump all over me because, oh. well, how come you didn't have the general surgeon do this? Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that you know, because yeah. I sat on those committees and I, right. I sometimes watched doctors attacking each other uh. over purportedly quality of care. In reality, it was often just somebody's bad luck. Mm. Right. You know, right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. oh, well, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> All right, those phone lines are open. You're listening to Leading Edge Medicine today. We have three doctors in the house, Dr. Nelson, Dr. Umat, and Dr. Mixon. And on the phone from Arlington, June is with us. Good morning, June. Good morning. Hello, June. How are you all today? You sound all happy and gay um, and just having a wonderful time there. You know what? Oh, yes. Now, you use the word gay. And I love yes. that context. When I grew up, gay meant happy, meant yeah. cheerful. Yeah. Well, That's me, my middle name. had nothing to do with your sexuality. Yeah. It's my middle name. <laughs> I'm it's about like your age, Dr. Mixon, so, you know. Yes. And so I'm <laughs> all in favor of using the word in its proper context to mean happy, cheerful, upbeat. There you go. So. <laughs> and yes, we are today, June. How can we help you? Well, I'm uh, I'm a patient at longevity and i'm also a patient at dr nelson's i saw him uh two weeks ago he worked me in and gave me a shot a cortisone shot for i guess my s1 or something anyway it has not been working so i'm on schedule to this friday dr nelson i'm going to see you again and you're going to try mm. the L4 and 5 or something like that. Mm, okay. But meanwhile, I'm in great pain, and um, you gave me a, a prescription for gabapentin, mm-hmm. 100 milligrams, yeah. take mm-hmm. three at, in, at night. Well, that worked for a few days, and then it didn't work anymore, so I went to four. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if that would be okay, but that's totally it's fine. Still, I, I, it's still not quite enough, and I was wondering if I could go to five. Uh, you, because yeah. I don't see you till Friday, and I, I'm hoping 
you've got a space this week that I could get mm-hmm. in sooner, but I'm not sure. I'll, oh. I'll find out. I'm sure we could work in, June. We could do that. And you could definitely go up to five. This is a very conservative dose of gabapentin that we're giving you. Um, okay. So are you taking it at night primarily, the gabapentin? or are you Yeah, taking for it to sleep yeah. so that I can sleep. Right, but right. I've, but Sarah, when I did talk to Sarah, she said I could take it during the day if I'm not out driving or something. Right. You can because take it during the day. That is easier... It's on, it's easier on my system than ibuprofen or Tylenol or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. You can take it during the day. It can make you a little dizzy and make you a little tired and make you a little forgetful or uh, fuzzy. Yeah, kind a little of fuzzy. Fu- a little fuzzy. Mm. But 100 milligrams well, is a pretty taken, small dose. Yeah, I, did ta- I have been taking one when I get up in the morning and, then, and like, say, around between 7 and 8. And then mm-hmm. uh, at also at three o'clock in the evening, I take one, but That's it's totally not fine. all that helpful. But it's yeah. but um, I you know, it, so it's not affecting me in, in any way, being dizzy or foggy or anything good, like that. Good. Yeah, yeah, the gabapentin will not so, take the pain away. It'll kind of take the edge off. Mainly, I'm giving it, yeah. um, prescribing it to you, June, for sleeping at night because you need to get sleep. Yeah, gabapentin's pretty. Yeah pretty good for that for people who have pain yeah. so but we'll work yeah. in okay do me a favor though can you call yeah. us on i guess the staff decided to take monday off juneteenth oh. so <laughs> juneteenth. Uh-huh. Yeah. okay so but if you can juneteenth. call us tuesday call well, us tuesday yeah. morning and we'll between my, sarah and myself we'll we'll get you in and get get this thing taken care of how about that yeah all right oh, that dr would nelson be great. Don't let your staff talk to our staff. No. <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> Father's Day Monday. Oh. Juneteenth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, June, thank you oh, for your call. Thanks, June. Okay. We'll, thank you very much. We'll I appreciate it. Look forward it. to seeing I, you. I, I good good luck, June. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Very good. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're back with Karen and Diane with more questions for the doctors today. Leading Edge Medicine, and there's room for you, too. Here's the number. It's 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. We will be right back. Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Don't believe the lie that you have to fall apart at the normal rate and see what your options really are at lmclinic.com. Stay tuned for more. Is chronic pain beginning to make your everyday life a challenge? Then consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience in pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. That's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. Yeah, I started about like a year and a half ago. Uh, I started having some sharp pain in my left hip. It's getting tough to climb upstairs, uh, tough to play with the kids. Everybody was kind of pointing towards the same thing of, you know, you had to get a hip replacement. And Dr. Nelson's great about saying, hey, you know, there's there's different types of medicine out there that we can help fix this without surgery. Six to eight weeks later, you start to realize like, oh, I, I can climb a stair. And it was really actually kind of great after that eight week mark, like oh, I can start doing things. So definitely see the results pretty quick. Don't let pain take control of your life. Consider stem cell therapy with Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. Or you can find Dr. Daniel Nelson online at DanielNelsonMD.com. Now the race is on and here comes pride in the backstretch. Heartache going to the inside. My tears are holding back there and trying not to fall. My heart's out of the running to love scratch for another saint. The race is on and it looks like heartache and the winner loses all. Oh boy. This is your music, Jerry? This is my music. I love this, this one. I, I used to play this long time ago. Love that. 
Okay, Leading Edge Medicine. Good morning. I'm Lynette. Dr. Samira Umat in the studio. Dr. Jerry Mixon uh, with his cowboy hat on with the cowboy music. <laughs> not quite. I didn't wear my boots today. That's no, true. you did not. And Dr. Dan Nelson of Pro Ortho in the studio as well, answering your questions. And we have room for you. We're going through lots of calls this morning. We hope to continue. We still have another hour and 11 minutes. 800-465-8770. Before we get to the next call, Dr. Umat, there's a special day coming up uh, mm. regarding the gallery test. That is next Saturday, June 24th mm. at our Kirkland office. Why don't you tell us about that? That's right. Well, every day is a special day in Kirkland. Well, know, yes. <laughs> but course. with regards to gallery now, longevity patients can get that test on any day. But because we've been talking about it and there were a lot of questions, we opened it up to listeners of the radio show that are not longevity patients. And if you want to take this option and um, draw longevity labs, we will offer that as well. And they're heavily discounted from the usual um, $600 to $250. So if the gallery test is $1,250, if you want to do longevity labs at the same time, it will be $250, so $1,495 for a full panel and a one-hour review with the doctors is happening on June uh, 24th, 24th, that's next Saturday. At the Kirkland Clinic by appointment only. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, thankfully, I'm very, very grateful. Uh, it, 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 the, the calendar is filling up. Uh, there are just a very few slots left. So if you are interested and you've been putting it off, I would say don't put it off any longer because the date is just coming up. And uh, we would love to see you. We would love to have you. And uh, just call our clinic and book that appointment. The thing is, with gallery, you are putting your mind at ease because it detects um, early uh, markers for cancer, 50 different types mm. of cancer. It is the only test available worldwide that will do so many uh, cancer screenings. So we will continue to do our PSAs. We will send you for your mammograms. We will not. It will not stop you from doing other investigations that are offered under your insurance umbrella. But science and technology have advanced, and there are tests that will pick up early markers for different types of cancers that are currently either not picked up or picked up so late that they can't do much about it. So if you have a family history, a personal history, if you're worried about anything, if you're declined therapy somewhere else, um, you're not a longevity patient, this is an opportunity for you to come to the clinic. We will ask you a few questions. You'll fill out the questionnaire. We'll draw your blood and one of my doctors will call you back and let you know what your test result is. And if with that you have any inkling or interest in longevity, um, then you know, come on by, do the longevity, take advantage of that 250 oh, my yes. goodness, what do you get for 250 today? Uh, but um, but we will do our whole longevity panel. You'll get one hour to spend with the doctors. They will explain the test results to you. And then if that resonates with you or if you detect something there that you had not known about and you want to change your future, then you can go ahead and become our patient and we will help you and hold your hand through the rest of the journey as long as you are a patient. Okay, and here's a quick question, Dr. Umat. Uh, for the gallery test only, does somebody need to fast before no, that? They don't. Not for the gallery. Now, if they are also doing the longevity test, mm-hmm. do they need to fast for that? Yes, they do. Okay. So if you're doing both tests, yes, you need to fast. Correct. If it's gallery only, you do not need to fast. Okay. We had a a listener call in for that question. Hopefully that's clear for you. And here is the number to call. If you are interested in getting that, it's only a week away. Maybe you now know your schedule a bit better. That's happening one week from today, Saturday, June 24th from nine until noon at the Kirkland Longevity Office. And we have somebody answering phones right now and they could take your information and get you on the schedule. Here's the number. It's 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG to schedule your gallery test. All right. More calls on the line. We have Karen calling in. Karen is calling from Kirkland. Hi there, Karen. Hello. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. So I have a question for Dr. Mixon. I had thyroid cancer about 30 years ago, and they Uh took my thyroid out. And for the past 20 years, I've been on the same dose of Synthroid, 0.175. So I guess 
Um, I guess I'll just read my... I, my question is a TSH level. Recently, right. in March, I went for my annual blood work, and it was 0.53. The doctor... Actually, it's not a doctor. That's the problem. Since for many... For the last year, all the doctors have been leaving the clinic on that. So I had a nurse practitioner, and he said, wow, that's dangerously low. So that's 0.53. No, it's not. So... And in 2022, it was 0.597. 2021, it was 0.752. Before that, 0.647. And no doctor has ever said anything. So all of a sudden, he got yeah. scared and said it's so low. He said to change my dose or actually no. keep the dose, but take... Go ahead, sorry. I say he's wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, but that's um, what I'm thinking. And now it's 2.40 because he's making me take the dose five yeah. days a week instead of seven. And now it's 2.40 and I'm kind of nervous because we don't want cells to form. And I asked him, please refer me to an endocrinologist in your clinic. No answer. Okay. The, quote, normal range for a TSH is 0.4 to 5.4. That's a wide range, right? Um, So if you're 0.5 something, you are at that lower end of the normal range, but you are within normal. And you've been around there forever and And, a day. Yeah, and you've been there for years and years and years, and and you've had no adverse effects, and I would not mess with it. It, With a TSH of 2, it says that the amount of thyroid in your system is lower. Your pituitary gland is looking at that and saying, hey, I need the thyroid to work harder, and so it's kicking out more TSH, more thyroid-stimulating hormone trying to stimulate your non-existent thyroid, (laughs) right? Um, At that level, you will find that it is easier to gain weight. You may run out of energy. Your thinking may not be quite as clear. Um, I don't see a reason. I, I mean, the doctor may have looked and found something on your exam or your history that I'm not aware of because all I know is a little bit you've told me. But based just on what you've told me, I don't see any reason to reduce the dose. Yeah, you know, we look okay. at uh, a couple more markers. We look at free, free T3 and free T4. They yes. are important. They do guide us in our decision-making process. But the most important thing is the patient sitting in front of you. And if the patient is asymptomatic, you know, the medication that you've used for a long time, I would not lower it just like that. Dr. Mixon mentioned all the potential side effects, weight gain, foggy thinking, uh, increased fatigability, dry skin, hair loss. And those are very common as we get older. And um, in fact, from the AMMG conference, they're keeping patients a little bit lower than I would dare to. But nonetheless, they have evidence that shows that patients perform better. Yeah. So you're, again, it comes back to the same thing. You're treating the patient sitting in front of you. You're not treating their numbers. So you need to ask the right question. Well, how are you feeling? You've been at this dose for a very long time. I wouldn't lower it just because a lab value looks scary to somebody who's not seen other similar patients or your lump numbers in a while. Okay. That Thank you so much. You're Thank welcome, you so much, ma'am. Both, both okay. doctors, and I'll work on trying to find a doctor fast. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, okay. Right. Bye. Sure. Okay. Bye bye. Good you luck know, to you. Okay. This, you thank care. you, Karen. This comes back to my old um, military academy uh, simile. You know the the lowest ranking person in the class at the Naval yeah. Academy of Annapolis is called the anchor. Yeah. And at the uh, the West Point, the Army Academy, the lowest ranking person in the graduating class is called the goat. Yeah. And in medical school, the lowest ranking person in the class is called doctor, just like the guy at the top. <laughs> yeah, you know, yesterday I was doing a CME and um, it was t- talking about uh, PSA values and new guidelines. And I was horrified to read them, but nonetheless, they are becoming national guidelines, which are not to detect, not to test early, not to test in the 50 to 70 age range, and not to test past 70 at all, unless there's a risk factor. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you would miss so many cancers 
as a screening test, the whole purpose is to pick up things early. Mm-hmm. And if you're denying this test to your patients. To 50-year-olds? Yeah, 50 to 70-year-olds, wow. and then not to do it past 70 at all. And I'm thinking, what is the thought process? I mean, obviously, the thought process is money, but it doesn't make medical sense. No, it doesn't. But you have to remember that these are driven in large measure by the insurance industry. And their goal is to collect premiums, not pay claims. They want to provide as little care as possible and still stay out of court. Mm. And so if it doesn't, and so if it becomes a national standard, you can't sue them for it. I know. You didn't do the test. You didn't find the cancer. He died. Oh, well, we, we followed the standard of care. And it just sucks. It does, because they're starting to decline MRI scanning. And it was just so frustrating, you know. It just doesn't make medical sense. No, it doesn't. But then, you know, we treat the patients. We work for the patient. We don't work for the insurance company. Right. Therein lies the difference in us and most clinics now. That's right. right. Yeah. Wow. And we're going to talk a little bit more about our clinic longevity as soon as we come back from this break. Stay right there. This is just hour number one. We have one more hour for you today on Leading Edge Medicine. And here is the number to get through. Phone lines are open for you at 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Diane, we'll talk with you in just a few minutes too. Stay right there. 